This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia. For those of us who rode the pine, I am your host, Eric. And I say it again, I'm Eric. Today's game, we'll be pitting Benchwarmer team of Matt and Marcus versus Benchwarmer Lux and returning player. I'm not sure if I'm going to say this right. Mike, Co- help me with that. Yeah, Corey. Close Corey. Oh, all right. Cool. All right. Um, welcome back, Mike. Um, hey. Hi. Good to be back. How many times uh, have you been on now? I don't know. I I think I passed the five timer, right? Am I, or if this is five or six. I don't know. Let's, I lost uh, track. No, I'll look it up here. He'll, this is, this is very interesting. Anyway, how you've been? Why don't you take I, a minute, remind everybody who you are. Yep, I am. I'm well, thank you. I'm uh, living over here in Buffalo, big Bills fan, uh, Sabres fan, and otherwise don't really know that much about sports. So I'm not sure why, <laughs> why I keep coming back. <laughs> no, I, I uh, give no. you credit. You're like one of the few people that would know, I guess maybe not a few people, but you, you knew who um, uh, Hoyce Gracie is. So that's, that's, that's up there. So related to that, I I I I pulled my back in jujitsu this morning. So I'm I'm just I'm an old man with back problems, and uh, yeah, but just excited to be on. It's always a fun time with you guys. So basically, if we're gonna strike, we need to strike now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but if, right. you get, if we get on the ground, you're in trouble. Soon. <laughs> you'll find out. All right, and you'll be teaming up with uh, Mr. David Lux. How are you, sir? I'm good. We're starting to get to the heat of summer, and it's hotter than blazes outside i'm not happy about that but super psyched to be playing and uh i've been on with with mike Corey once before i just checked mike you've been on this is your sixth time Ooh. so you so you've already passed the smoking jacket so now you're just getting the patches on the side or whatever so yeah um but yeah excited to be here and excited to be playing paired with with mike and since uh since mike is an old friend of eric's we decided to go for a little current pop culture reference here and we're going to be, we have a need, a need for Eid. Hate it. <laughs> um, David, just to let you know, Mike is a good, he's a good locker room guy. So just, it's. <laughs> so he has to, he has to counterbalance me, the cancer in the clubhouse. So yes. telling me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's, he might not get invited to a lot of basketball games, but he'll, when he is there, <laughs> team morale is up. Anyway, <laughs> Matt and Marcus, how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. It's fine. It's uh was 107 here yesterday, so that was kind of crazy. But uh, just busy life and kids and moving my mother-in-law and all this stuff, and it's just yay. So, all right, so Marcus. Wait, hold on. 107. <laughs> yeah. How long can you? Does it take to cook an egg on your driveway? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, do you? I, to I do was out. Next time? I was out in the heat for probably two hours yesterday. In the sun because I had Oof. to go. I was in the Jeep. I had to go pick up a bunch of stuff and do a bunch of errands. So I was in the Jeep for like two hours straight. It was it was awesome actually. I liked it. Because Mike, I don't know if you know this, but here in Buffalo has never hit a hundred degrees. Really? One hundred percent true. Never wow. hit hundred. I mean, I, I, guess, I definitely don't remember it, but never is a lot. It, it, yeah, it, it, it brings right. up it on the news all the time. Like tomorrow it's supposed to be ninety, which is ungodly hot for here. So. You know, we'll see. Never is a long time. It I is. Mean, 
I'm sure at some point when the Earth was like in a primordial type situation. So ever since Channel 2 was around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The world started with Channel 2, as you know. (laughs) Jesus, yeah. All right. Then the Big Bang. Uh, yeah. Marcus is literally <laughs> bored by us. He was like rubbing his eyes, falling asleep. <laughs> no, that's just allergies. I'm jealous of all this heat because for once, like I always tell people, I'm like, how much they say it rains, they over-exaggerate. Except for now, which was the first summer in forever that like for the past two weeks, it's just been pissing rain here. It's freaking June. I'm tired of it. I want the sun so badly. And uh, on top of that, I started, uh, you know, we had spring ball for uh, me coaching and have 60 freshmen that signed up and so i get questions like do you know what wrestling is and hey coach i've been practicing for four days full contact and my helmet doesn't fit so you know just dealing with stuff like that i i just don't even it's funny because they they think they're adults but they're children who i don't know how they make it through 24 hours but it's fun it's a lot of fun and uh excited to be here and to play again and uh matt and i are not doing a timely pop culture reference uh we know all of you out there are big fans of migos and especially their their song bad and bougie and tonight uh matt and i are going to be bald and douchey <laughs> it might that might work into just douchebags by the end of the night i don't know i haven't decided <laughs> just douchey <laughs> just douche and douchey <laughs> So we, need to, we need to bring <laughs> we need to bring Walling into this conversation, considering that he's a douchebag. So. Uh, listen, I didn't say I didn't say bag. <laughs> I didn't say a bag. A douche, there you douche go. waffle. Trying to steal my name. That's that's identity <laughs> theft. Is... Anyway. Identity theft is serious. <laughs> yeah, I was part of this podcast for a damn year. And all of a sudden, now there's another one. You know what? No, forget it. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right? Let's get this game underway. And it's time for the coin flip, a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. And as always, this will go to the guest. And um, since this is your sixth time that we figured out, I figure why not throw you some wheelhouse questions? Uh, Great. Teamed up with David and wheelhouse questions. Yeah, but I make them fun wheelhouse questions for me, not anybody else. All right. So which is more wins as a Buffalo Sabre by Dominic Hasek and Tom Barrasso or touchdowns thrown by Jim Kelly and Josh Allen? I'm going to say the number is somewhere around 300, but I have no reason to believe one is higher than the other. I have no idea. I mean, these are always coin flips. I don't even think it's worth spending time on. I love the Tom Barrasso reference. Nice poll. I don't know. What do you think, David? It would take me so long to break this down to try to figure out. Well, first of all, I don't, 
I, I, it's always hard for me for hockey anyway to, to place numbers. But Jim, yeah, whatever you think, flip a coin if for, you don't know. For some reason, I think Jim Kelly had around 200 touchdowns, and uh, I think Allen's somewhere near 100. I, I could be totally off. And then, so if I think about wins by Hashik for what, six, seven years out of 40? So I, I don't know. Uh, let's, let's go with the goalies. All right, check in with Hashik and Barrasso. So uh, Josh Allen has thrown 103 touchdown passes. Oh, there you go. Tom Barrasso has 124 wins. Mm. Jim Kelly has thrown 237 touchdown passes. Dominic Hashik, 234 wins. So the correct answer is Dominic Hashik and and Tom Barresto with a total of wow. 358. That's well a cool question. So, uh, you know, only reason I wrote that is just to prove that, uh, once again, Josh Allen is not elite. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> not sure you accomplished your goal, but I respect it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the New Orleans Saints? Okay, moving I'll, I'll, on. I'll save that for the end. We got <laughs> questions about them. Not really. I would never write a Saints question. I'd throw up in my mouth. Anyway. So after the after the coin flip, we have a score of uh, we have a need a need for Eid at ten and uh, bald and douchey zero. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Brings us to today's first quarter, which will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, pre and post game, question number one. Canadian first base baseman with over 300 home runs and an NL MVP to call his own and is a European center drafted in 2012 who has played his entire career for one team in California and in March of 2022 signed an eight-year contract contract extension we'll check in all right Baldwin Dushi has checked in I have a need a need for Eid I'm gonna need an answer since time has run out well pretty sure we have the first half. We went through a few different names. We went through Justin Morneau, and then I remember I realized you said NL, so that didn't quite work. Um, and I'm pretty sure the first half is Joey Votto, which would leave us with a Thomas or a Tony or something, and we've got nothing, right? Do we have anything? I, I got nothing. The, the Sabres have been so bad for the last decade that I've tried to not pay attention to hockey. So it's, I have like a huge hole in my knowledge. It's certainly not for West Coast games that start at 1030. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with Joey Vatoni the Tiger. All right. Yep. And Bald and Douchey. Yeah. So quickly, I said Joey Vato for the Canadian first baseman NL MVP. I tried to work that more no also, but 
you know, he was only in the NL for a couple of years. And then we racked our brains and I did pay attention a little bit better this year with the wild. Um, I remember them talking about wanting or about when they played San Jose, a guy named uh, Thomas Hurdle. And so this is the only one I could think of on the the Canadian team whose name started with Thomas or Tom. So we went with Joey Vought, Thomas Hurdle. One team getting their points, the correct answer. Joey Votto, Vot Tomas Hurdle. He's ah. a Czech hockey player. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, uh, Thomas, uh, sure. I was like, that's the only name we're coming up with. Like, go for it. I, I'm not going to help you here. I thought maybe keeping it recent might help a little bit, but maybe not. That actually hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pre and post game question number two. Penn State linebacker drafted eighth overall in 1987 that would win defensive rookie of the year and was a linebacker picked in the third round by the bears in the early two thousands, making seven pro bowls and was named one of the 100 greatest bears of all time. All right. We'll check in. I have a need, a need for Ian has checked in bald and douchey. You guys are open to discuss, man. I, I, I don't know defensive rookie of the year, especially from 1987. And then without a NFL team, I don't, I know that Penn State was linebacker U for decades there. So pick one of the probably 25 awesome linebackers that they had come out from the mid-80s to the – I have no idea. Um, I know those 90s linebackers that came out of Penn State, but I can't think of anybody from 87. So for the second part, you said Lance Briggs. Yeah, I that that makes sense to me. I think I know it makes he sense. Also, first round pick <sighs> probably better than Brian Urlacher. But um, anyways, <laughs> then did Urlacher make? He didn't make the Hall of Fame, did he? Yeah, yeah he did. He did. And his new and his new hair. Oh, this is gonna make me absolutely insane. Because like, yeah, defensive rookie of the year doesn't even mean necessarily they had sustained success. It could have been a so- year. So like the end of the name, the name could end with Lan, yeah. Something like, um, well, it'd be Landon, uh, something Lan, Nolan, uh, Nolan. Yeah, you know. Or like, I have so many '80s linebackers, and none of it's matching up. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew what NFL team he played for. Obviously, that would be a big hint, though. So it's right. makes it too easy, probably. 1987 defensive rookie of the year. So good defenses in the 80s that would have been the Giants were at a fantastic defense, but those guys would have been older. Like, wasn't Pepper Pepper Johnson, right? He was a linebacker, but... I don't think he made to get it. Oh, God. All right. Uh, <laughs> if this were about the 1995 uh, workout warrior, it could be Mike Mamula Lance Briggs. <laughs> I, have, I have an autographed Mike Mamula helmet. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm not going to pull this. I just, so we just, punch. just, yeah, we get, well, you know what, just for the people, we'll check in with Mike Mamula and Spriggs. <laughs> All right. And, uh, I have a need, a need for Eid. What do you got? Yeah, we both had this pretty quick. Um, although even though I had a poster of him on my wall, David beat me to it. It's, uh, and, and I think Eric was just throwing me a little hometown, uh, softball. Is Shane Conlin is the linebacker? And so it's Shane Conlance Briggs. 
One team getting their points. The correct answer, Shane Conlan Spriggs. I am not even mad about that. I, well, that, and, that wasn't in there. As great as uh, Penn State, you know, as linebacker, you and all that, but Shane Conlon was one of the all-time greatest that I can remember at Penn State anyway. Yeah, he was sad when he, that I have to say he went to the Bills, but yeah. I honestly don't think I've ever heard that name before. So really? I have heard the name, but I just, I just couldn't. I, that, it just wasn't in there. And you know what? That's okay. I just learned something today. He's actually from the area as well. We're like in B- he basically lived in between Buffalo and Penn State growing up and went to high school. And when, you know, he went to Penn State and then was drafted by the Bills. So he didn't really venture too far out of here until he went to the, the Rams to end his career. And that's your Shane Conlon minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Shane <All> right. Conlon. <laughs> <laughs> Pre and post game question number three. Center who spent eight of his 20 years playing in Chicago in 2007, he became the third American born player to score 500 goals and is a retired point guard and current NBA assistant that made one all-star team. He was famous during his playing career for his free throw routine, standing over one foot behind the free throw line. All right. We're going to check in. Baldwin Dushi has checked in. I have a need, a need for E. Check it out. So Mike sent me an answer for the whole thing within about 15 seconds immediately said Jeremy Roenick Van Exel and we're having a little trouble. It It did. Yeah. I have no idea if either of them fit exactly these things. Well, Roenick definitely played in Chicago. Oh yeah. 20 years sounds like it could be right. And I know that he's one of the guys who scored 500 goals because I've seen that list not that long ago. Nick Van Exel, I think is an assistant in Atlanta now. I can't remember the free throw routine thing. I don't know how I would have missed that, but I don't know. I mean, I don't have anything better. Do you want to, do you want to go with that? Uh, I mean, those other names you brought up that would uh, Americans that would have scored 500, like Medina or Hall. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think they played for eight years in Chicago. Chelios is American. Though, right? Yeah, but Chelios I mean, was uh, def- a defenseman. A defenseman. Defense, goals would be an awful lot. 500, although he did have a long career. I don't know. I got nothing better than the first thing. If you if you're okay, yeah, I'm with totally it. okay with it. I actually had no idea where Nick Van Exel was these days. It makes it makes sense. I mean, he was, he was kind of a knucklehead, yeah. but he could be a coach. It does that doesn't disqualify you from being an NBA assistant coach? All right, we're gonna check in with Jeremy Rowe, Nick Van Exel. All right, and Baldwin Dushi, what do you got? Um, yeah, I uh, I didn't know that he was an assistant, but the one All Star team, like I feel like. I've brought up several times and it's come up on the podcast about like how Rod Strickland finds his way into questions and stuff and things like that. <clears throat> and he's like one who hasn't made an all-star team, but then I got down a rabbit hole of people who have made one and Nick Van Exel stood out. And then um, after that uh, I've played so much Brett Hall hockey 95. I think I've brought it up here several times and I'm fairly certain that Jeremy Roenick <laughs> was on the Blackhawks. And I just sent it to, I get, that's why I said, oh, I think I'm helping myself out. And I sent it over to Matt. I said, Jeremy Roenick, does that work? And he agreed. So we also checked in with Jeremy Roenick Van Exel. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is, of course, Jeremy Roenick Van Exel. Uh, Van Exel is a assistant for Atlanta. And uh, I believe Jeremy Roenick's still unemployed after being fired in 2020 after some comments. Oh, my gosh. That guy. He had some opinions, huh? <laughs> Uh, it was just inappropriate stuff yeah, towards more uh, like being a creep. Oh, that's uh, right. Catherine Tappen, right. who is yeah. And oh. and you know what? Hey, Jeremy, 
you join the club, but just keep it to yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't so, get to proposition people for threesomes just because you think they're attractive. Just because you were unstoppable in NHL 93. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just to, to clarify, there are only four players in NHL history, American born players with 500 goals. Anybody? No? Let's move on. Wait, no. What? No. Oh. Wait, There's Red. only four, four American-born players to score 500 goals in NHL history. Wait, so we know Jeremy Roenick. We know Brad Red Hull is oh, not yeah, one not of them. Considered uh, American oh, American. he's not American. Madonna. Um, yeah. Yes. Chelios? No. Oh, is, no. Keith, is Keith Kachuk one of them? Keith, Keith Kachuk. Kachuk is one of there them. There you go. Hell yeah, Phoenix. Is Kane in there yet? Kane is close. He's 430 currently. Ah. Hold on. I'm I blanking, write this I'm blanking on Is he even good anymore? Is he ever going to get there? He's not going to get there. No. Yeah. Okay. He's 70 goals away. If he averages 20 a year for the next five years, he's not, I don't think he's got that much longer left in him. Yeah. I was going to say he's been, he's been going at it a long time. Question number four in pre and post game. I apologize. This is very hockey heavy pre and post game. I apologize. Stars winger who led the NHL in scoring with an unimpressive 87 points and is a retired stars goalie acquired by the Sabres in June of 2022 in a salary cap related move. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and check in. All right. Bald and douchey have checked in. I have a need, a need for Eid. Talk it out in 20 seconds. Oof. All right. Well, for some reason, I want to say the stars winger only because I've looked at scoring leaders. I want to say his name was Jamie Ben. And then when I, when I, when that hit me, I was like, well, that's a good first name. So Ben something. And so I'm leaving it to my my partner's mind right now to come up with Jamie Ben something, and I've I've got to go. I've got to go. See ya. No. Uh, <laughs> Mike, what do you um, I, anything? I don't know. I'm going to say Smith. I, I feel Jamie like it starts with an S, and I I got nothing. But it I'm sure going to pull. I'm going to use Smith. All right, we're going to check in with Jamie Ben Smith. Hoping for a lucky Jamie Ben Smith here. <laughs> exactly. Bald and douchey. What do you got? <laughs> I came up with the first half. Um, I remember this guy. I don't I, I actively try everything I can to avoid even considering that Dallas even has a team anymore. So uh <clears throat> but I do remember the name Jamie Ben. So I came up with Ben and then I said I think his name is Jamie and Yeah, the first name that popped in my head because I remembered uh I was trying to think of the stars goalie that was just playing out of his mind. Uh, the last couple of games, I thought he was the current goaltender and the old one. Like I had them confused, but then when he said Jamie Ben, I said, Oh, well, the name I wanted to say from the get go was Ben Bishop, but I didn't think that it was mm. correct because I was, I thought he was the current goalie. But then when you said Jamie Ben, I was like, well, then this has to be him. And then now I, and now I have no idea who that current goalie is. I remember watching that Calgary Dallas series and he was nuts. So we checked in with Jamie Ben Bishop. One team getting their points. The correct answer is Jamie Ben Bishop. Um, Jamie Ben is the only NHL point leader to do so with 90 fewer than 90 points in a full season since the sixties. Was that this year? No, that was uh, 26 uh, mid 2010s. Okay. Spacing on the year. Because I, nice I asked, Marcus. 
yeah, I mean, like like I said, I I listened to a, a a gambling show, and one of the guys is a Stars fan, and that's the only reason I knew Ben Bishop. But I was I thought he was the current goalie until I started thinking about it, and then Matt came through with with Jamie Ben. And so. I think you're uh, referring to uh, was it Ottinger? Is the yes? Oh my gosh, that dude! That <laughs> dude was weathering like a hundred shots every game. It was crazy. Yeah. Because that's what happens when a team that doesn't belong in the playoffs makes the playoffs. <laughs> For real. All right. I have two things to say. One, Mike, I'm sorry. Should have should have gotten more of those. And two, I no longer have the need for Eid. I think we need a team change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just going to get better. <laughs> All right. All right. So after the first quarter, we have a score of we have a need, a need for Eid with 60 and bald and douchey 75. All right, that brings us to today's second quarter, which will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Missing link question number one. What three-time All-Star in 2015 set the record for most consecutive postseason games with a home run with six? It unfortunately didn't lead to his team it didn't lead his team to a World Series win. Okay. You want to check that in? Yeah. Okay. We're checked in. Bald and Douchey's checked in. I have a need, a need for E. Talk it up. So uh, Mike immediately mailed or texted me and said, this is the Royals, right? 2015. I said, yep. Playing the Mets. Because we were trying to remember who was. I mean, obviously, there were a lot of teams that lost in the playoffs. It doesn't say that. It didn't lead his team to a World Series win. That implies that it's somebody on on the World Series loser, but it doesn't have to be, just that he was in the postseason. And I'm pretty sure the guy who went on a hot streak that year was Daniel Murphy. So I think we check in with Daniel Murphy. Mike, are you all right with that? Yeah? Very much all right with that. Okay. We're going to check in with Daniel Murphy. All right. And Bald and Douchey, your answer. <laughs> well. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, that's. I, I I think you're right, David. And we did not come up with that. We also, you know, Matt Matt was on it really quick. Uh, had the Mets in Kansas City, and I was just thinking of power hitters. And I said, I'm pretty sure this is like the height of Ioannis Cespedes. And Matt agreed. And but once you said Daniel Murphy, I absolutely remember him kind of. It was like Jeremy Lin esque, like it was just this nuts thing that happened. So I think you're correct, but we checked in with Ioannis Cespedes. One team getting their points, their correct answer is Daniel Murphy. I have no flavor text because it's about a Met. <laughs> yeah, um, and it just came out of <laughs> absolute nowhere. So I want to say it was what was it six straight games though? Because I know eight is the regular yeah, season record because because Griffey Griffey was one of the people who did that. You damn right, and Matt and Mattingly is one of them as well. So, okay. Yeah. It's Griffey. Who, who is this? Oh, the, dad. <laughs> the, goat. the dad. Yeah. The goat. The, dad. the goat. He had, a, he had a kid. 
<laughs> yeah, Trey Griffey. He's an average receiver. He's an average receiver. That's right. I was about to say yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So far, our themed answers are Daniel Murphy. Question number two. This athlete is the owner of the world long jump record, um, but has never won a gold medal. He earned a silver in 88 and 92. No, he won golds. Unfortunately, track is one of my like niches. <laughs> so it's from, my, it's, from, it's from my hometown. Um, I'll, I'll come up with the name in two seconds here. This is this is one that I won't <laughs> that I'm going to I can take over. This is an exclusive look into my life. But um, when people are playing online video games, you just hear a lot of random stuff and nothing is more unsettling. When you hear from the other room, somebody yell, well, no lube. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that is disconcerting. That is, that Those is are the job. worst games. That is <laughs> in the other room, he went, oh, no lube. Let's go. And I was like, geez. <laughs> um, yes, kind of. Marcus, yeah, wait, wait, wait till you're after 40 and you hear that. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, I'm good with that. That sounds familiar. Let's go ahead and, Eric, we're going to check in. Bald and Douchey have checked in. I have a need, a need for Eid. You guys can talk it out for two minutes. Yeah, I don't think we need the two minutes. So um, the fact that they didn't win a gold medal, and of course that they, the, the the long jump record was one of the longest standing records. Bob Beeman had set it in Mexico City at altitude, and it took forever for somebody to break it. But eventually, Mike Powell um, was the one who broke it, and so we will check in with Mike Powell. And Baldwin Dushi, your answer. Yeah, I uh, I asked a question about this, not this one, but about uh, Beeman. Uh, breaking the record in a question and then this came up and then I got into a YouTube rabbit hole about record breakers from a guy that through the has still holds the record I think for the javelin anyway so Mike Powell is the answer all right both teams getting their points the correct answer is Michael Powell (laughs) me and Mike are sitting here just shaking our heads as Matt and David just go to town uh, no, I mean, also, awesome. I didn't know. I didn't know Willie Beeman uh, did long jump. <laughs> uh, all right. So far, our theme linked answers are Daniel Murphy and Michael Powell. Bet you those two names have never been in the same sentence before. Hmm. <laughs> Ever. Question number three: Drafted in the first round by the Raptors, where he would never play. What Big E center, center recorded 11 blocks in 2012 versus the Hornets? Now retired, he is a current player development coach for the 76ers. The, the really crappy part about this question is just the fact that there's so much shuffling in college basketball. It's like, now I got to go, okay, who is a part of like the real Big East? <laughs> the, the, the Big East <laughs> before it became whatever it is now, or it's just all the <laughs> Catholic schools or whatever. Yes, this is the real Big East. I'll give yeah, you the that. real Big East. <laughs> exactly. This is not Creighton Big East. Right. <laughs> Creighton Big East. <laughs> oh my gosh. I watched uh I watched Creighton play, I think it was in the Big East tournament, and dude broke his arm trying to brace it after he got like tangled oh. up. 
and it was gross. It wasn't like Paul George leg break on the stanchion gross, but it was pretty gross. <laughs> I did not like it. I used to love that show on MTV, Scarred. No, 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 no. Nobody would ever watch no. it with me. I'm just sitting there watching people shatter their ankles on TV. I'm like, this is awesome. No, that that's a oh, God. I've never broken a bone, so I don't get here. it. Oh, I could tell you a story about breaking the bones. After you told your tear gas story, I don't know that I want to hear that. That's how I, when I was a sophomore in high school wrestling, and uh, I did, a kid did an illegal move. I was beating him pretty good. And then the second period, I chose to go, chose to be down to escape. And he put his ankle around mine and pulled my ankle one way when I went the other way. And we were in like one of those, like, um, like an, like a steel barn, you know, kind of a thing where they had a gym, you know, like, so you could hear the echo of the breaking against <laughs> the steel. It like echoed all around for like 15 seconds. I was like, what the f- just happened? All right, man. This is, I have no idea. So you're not your own buddy. I love you, but era. I have no help here. <laughs> I can tell you're telling a story about disgusting injuries. Oh, oh. Um, this is a name oh, that was around oh, that time. Oh, O'Reilly. <laughs> Wait, that's oh, oh, yeah. I know, Paris. Wow, <laughs> that's what I couldn't think of. Um, yes, yes, yep. We will check in. I have a need. A need for E has checked in. Uh, Baldwin Dushi, you got three seconds. All right. Well. I named a bunch of biggie centers. Matt said I'm on my own and I'm going to try and play know your host because I know the host loves a certain biggie center, even though he wasn't very good. So we're going to check in with Roy Hibbert. And over to I have a need, a need for Eid, your answer. Yes, we checked in with the same thing. Why, why don't you want to say it? Oh, sorry. We checked in with Roy Hibbert also. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird that he didn't say it. I'm like, what's going on? No, because I'm distracted with a conversation I'm having with Mike. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. Right, sorry. My bad. Right. Uh, both teams getting points. Points. <laughs> the correct answer is Roy Hibbert. And Marcus, I don't know what you mean. I don't. Not a Roy Hibbert fan at all. I feel like we have had a conversation where you have explicitly said I liked Roy Hibbert a lot. <laughs> what? Am I making I, that up? You might. No, be. I remember that conversation. I swear we've had this conversation on no? the air. No, definitely. Uh, not. Like, wait, because if this is out there somewhere, I need that immediately removed because I don't think I've ever said that. I'm pretty sure it's your favorite. Who am I ever. thinking of? That's so weird. I could have I despise, sworn we had this conversation. I despise Georgetown. Then I don't know what I'm talking I... about. <laughs> Somebody I know hates or, or loves Roy Hibbert. And thank you for helping me get that question. <laughs> That's so weird. What? Maybe you really like Kashim to beat. Uh, that no. was the other. Wh- no. What's the other name that I put down? Uh, Matt <laughs> put down. Yeah, I, to me, to me, for some reason, those yeah, those two are ones that I thought of because they just for some reason they go hand in hand to me. Yeah, yeah, they're just big ass dudes who yeah. weren't very good and biggie centers. Yep. All right. Our theme-linked answers are Daniel Murphy, Michael Powell, and Roy Hibbert. Question number four. 
Most know Joe Thornton for his epic beard toward the ends of his career. What teammate of Thornton that was drafted as a winger but was converted to defense has an equally amazing beard? I think the switch to D worked out for as he is the winner of the 2017 James Norris Memorial Trophy. So we were trying to think of guys with big beards, and I can't for sure remember first name, but I'm pretty sure that his name was or is Burns. And that's what I sent over to Mike. And I think we agreed that we're going to go with that. So are we good to check in that Burns? Mike? Yes. Okay. We will check in with Burns. And Bald and Dushi, your answer, please. Yeah. So I, again, trying to think of people who play with Joe Thornton, people who had epic beards. And so I came up with Brett Burns. Say that again. I came up with Brett Burns. Brent Burns. Brent Burns. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I said Brent. Right. <laughs> Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Brent Burns. Um, he was drafted by the Wild and as a winger and was converted to defense. And it worked out. And I hate him. So, you know, fun. So our theme link answer so far, Daniel Murphy, Michael Powell, Roy Hibbert, and Brent Burns. Missing link, question number five. USC running back who in 2007 would publish a book. All rights and proceeds from this book did not go to him. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can check in. <laughs> All the douchey is checked in. Um, we have a need, a need for Eid. What do you got? Uh, yeah, Orenthal, James Simpson. Okay, and bald and douchey. Yep, he didn't. He didn't do it. Oh, geez, here we go with this stuff again. <laughs> well, if if he did, he would have right. done this. Way. He wrote a book about it. He didn't do it. OJ Simpson is what we checked in. With. I mean, if anything, he just reiterated that he did not do it. That's sure. all the book was. Exactly. Wasn't the title of the book like If I Did It? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but he did it. But if he did. I would tell people too. I'm like, if I did it, it would have been way better. That's what it basically was just saying. All right. Yeah. Anyway, both so teams get their you, points. So how could you think that he did it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You never would have thought it was me if I did it. <laughs> All right. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Orenthal James Simpson. Um, so that gives us theme-linked answers of Daniel Murphy, Michael Powell, Roy Hibbert, Brent Burns, and O.J. Simpson. So I have one theme-linked guest from one team just waiting on the other. Uh yeah yeah you just want to go with that yeah yeah, yeah. well I mean so we can talk it out you guys can talk it out whatever you got oh yeah so So, I'm pretty sure since uh, Hibbert is not a name that's probably gonna make it you know lend itself to a missing link it's got to be these first names probably so Daniel Murphy Mike no I think Hibbert's a name of the Simpsons character oh is it yeah I think it's the Doctor maybe. I don't know. That show's overrated and garbage, but um, 
bold yeah, moves. You heard me. Bold move. You cut. heard me, all you people out there that stand the Simpsons. Get out of here. Um, but I think Hibbert, I yeah, I think he's a doctor. He's one of the few is he yeah, he's black, I think, in the show. Doesn't matter. Uh yeah, I think these are Simpsons characters. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna check that in. All right, and we have a need, a need for E. What was your answer to the theme? Yeah, well, David was on to it pretty early. Um, and it's it's absolutely Simpsons characters. You got uh Dr. Actually, I forgot the list of names. Uh, OJ Simpson, uh yeah, Dr. Hibbert. Um Dr. Hibbert, yeah. Okay. Bleeding Bleeding Gums Murphy. That's right, Bleeding Gums Murphy. And then we sent so many to each other that we, yeah, we were out between of... the fourth and the fifth question. We were throwing back what you were we were thinking, like, okay, he's gonna do Mario Charmer Chalmers. He was gonna do yeah. um we were we were going through all the names saying, like, all right, who could be a sports person oh. of any kind? And the obscure one that you remembered is uh Herb Powell. Homer's half brother, voiced by Homer's Yes. Yeah, I feel like if you guys got Powell, then I'm like that's that that immediately gets you right where you gotta be. I, I had nothing at that point, but David David jumped on it. <laughs> so yes, the correct answer is Mike. Actually, you hit everything. You hit all the characters. Bleeding Gums Murphy, Herb Powell. Um, I already forgot who the other ones were. Uh, Doctor Hibbert, George Burns, or not George Montgomery <laughs> Burns. <laughs> Montgomery Burns. They're about C the same Montgomery. age. They're C about Montgomery. the same age, though. Yeah, C <laughs> Montgomery that, Burns. That was the joke in one of the episodes. It was his brother, his younger brother, was George yes. Burns. <laughs> I only re- I was struggling for a missing link, and I was sitting there, and there was a Simpsons marathon on TV. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. And Marcus, <laughs> seasons two through eight are the only ones that count. I don't know. Everything Correct. else is garbage. Which, in fact, then makes the show mostly trash. Yes. Oh, I, you, I agree. I, I refuse to acknowledge that it still exists. It to me, it died about twenty years ago. Perfect. We can agree on that. Like yeah. I remember, like certain things that I loved about it, but then I like watched it as I got older, and I'm like, wow, what is? No, two through eight are brilliant. All right, all right. After the second quarter, we have a score of Valden Dushi with two hundred five, and we have a need, a need for Eid with two sixty bringing us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. So halftime today, I will list you three sports movies and I want to know which of the three made the most money during its opening weekend. Oh, God. Oof. You weren't kidding. Oof. All right. Here <laughs> we go. That's rough. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Question number one. Major League Two. Oh my God. Rudy. Or Draft Day. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to be a pain in the ass here. I just have a quick question. Is it's this not a justice for inflation? Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. See, everyone else was thinking it. I'm not just being okay. We're gonna go ahead Wait. and check in. Wait, can you put paste the three in again? Because I already no. forgot what the third one is. Major League Rudy and Draft Day, David. Major Come League on. Two. Major League Two. Major League Two. <laughs> Rudy. Rudy, Rudy Two. <laughs> Rudy Two. Rudy Poo is more like it. All right. Um, Baldin Tushi has checked in. Uh, David and Michael, we have a need to need for you. Talk it up. So, which one would have had like more hype? 
And I, I feel like Rudy had a lot of, uh, I, don't, I was pretty young. I, I, I can't say. You know, it's hard to believe that Major League Two could be the answer, but that's the only one on the list that's a sequel for what that's worth. Right. right. So some, it, had some... a, it had a fan base going in. It had big stars. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm on, I'm with Eric and I'm on record on, as uh, being like a bigger fan of major league two than one. And we've talked about this. It's because of probably our age. And I saw major league two first. I saw it a hundred times. So in my mind, it's like a classic and not realizing I only learned recently that most people hate it. So, so I don't even know if it did that well. It doesn't matter. But from that alone, I would go with major league two, honestly. Really? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I, but I'm, then yeah, with ahead, the sorry. modern, sorry, and uh, draft day, you know, I mean, the inflation question was important because draft day being like a much more modern movie is going to, you would think it's going to skew it, you know, higher, but I don't think anyone cared about that movie. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I, I could see it either way. It's uh, so, so do you want to go draft day just based on recency? Well, maybe that's why he's throwing that in there, right? Because you would I, think I, it's I, Honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not Rudy. I think he's doing this to prove a point. He, if, if Rudy were actually number one, he would, he would never write a question for which the answer is Rudy. So I'm ready to disqualify that. Wait, does I mean, Eric not like Rudy? Who doesn't like Rudy? I like Rudy. Oh, who doesn't like Rudy? Bombeck oh, hates Rudy. Oh, Bombeck hates, hates everything. He's like, <laughs> Bombeck hates, he's like Mikey from the Life Zero. Well, like the fiery right. passion. How do you hate Rudy? Oh, I don't know. I, just, I'm not sure. Whatever. I still, I still, okay, so let's go with draft day. Uh, I, yeah, I don't care. Draft day is fine. We're going to go with draft day. All right. Bald was, was your answer. We spent a lot less time debating and discussing it. And we just went with draft day <laughs> for the best. All right. So draft day, which both teams have picked made 9.78 million. It's opening weekend. That's not a lot. No. Rudy. It's not, it's not quite a Marvel movie. Rudy made eight hundred and eighty-one thousand, <laughs> and Major League Two made seven point zero four million. It's opening weekend. Ooh. The correct answer. Both teams getting points is draft day. Yay! Yeah. Question number two in halftime. It gets better. Uh oh. Which movie made more money? It's opening weekend. Air Bud. D2, the Mighty Ducks, or Draft Day. And this is another 10-year-old Mike Bias, but D2 was a, was a huge freaking movie to me. It was a big deal. <laughs> that was a very big deal. It might not have been to anybody else. That was, that was, that was 30-year-old me. To, to me, it was an Avengers <laughs> For Draft Day. Yeah. I was sitting out in my for lawn us, chair. For us three, D2 was a fucking big deal. Oh yeah, it yeah was. That, that was that's like Marvel level to me in my head. Oh when I was yeah, ten. I was so excited for that freaking movie. <laughs> uh, realistically, it might have maybe a million. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> wait, hang on. You better wait. They haven't checked million yet. So, so don't don't give away all your inside information. Um, on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which sold Rudy. more DVDs at Circuit City, Rudy oh. or? <laughs> that's that's my next game's halftime question. We are going to check in. We have a need. A need for Eid has checked in. Bald and Douchey, talk it out. Uh, so, do we think Eric is trolling <laughs> by including draft day again? Now, I will say, 
you know, like I said, same age group, Mike, Eric, and I. So, like, D2 was a big deal. There's yeah. a lot of marketing behind it. Um, We got to remember that D2 came out, like, what, 96? 93? 92, I think. Okay. So or maybe that was the first one. It was it was early to mid nineties. Yeah, let's say mid nineties. It's like closer to like ninety four, ninety five. Then we still need to think about draft day came out in what two thousand twelve. Yes. So you know, at least twenty years or about twenty years later. So twenty years, twenty two thousand twelve dollars versus nineteen ninety five dollars. Don't don't worry about that. I was shocked at what he said the number was for draft day <laughs> like honestly <laughs> i was shocked okay. by it i don't right, know so do I, I don't go, know what it, I no i want you I think to go it's d2 or draft day it's one or the other i don't think it's airbud um well, <laughs> what do you have if you have a strong feeling either way matt i honestly don't know this is uh i say we go draft day just to be just to just to be funny why not okay. who cares yeah. we're gonna go draft day again all right, and we have a need, a need for Eid. What was your answer? Um, yeah, we we just went with D two. We got I got sucked in by the hype again, <laughs> <laughs> all over again. Mike was Mike was standing in line to buy popcorn and to answer this question. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so everybody from from the previous question know that draft they made a outstanding nine point seven eight million dollars. Um, D two, the Mighty Ducks. The sequel was a big movie. It was ten point three five six million dollars. However, oh, Airbud, the movie no one picked, didn't even come close. It was like four point eight million dollars. Oh. <laughs> the one team getting points on that, bringing us to question number three of halftime, so we can get the freak out of this halftime. Uh, question number three: the three movies which made more its opening weekend. Basketball. Oh no. The Mighty Ducks or Draft Day. Okay. We're gonna check in. All right. Uh Balls and Douchey has checked in. Uh we have a need, a need for Eid. You guys can talk it out for the next minute and a half. I didn't want to be the ones talking this one out. No, let's get it over with. Yeah, exactly. So so just based on absolutely nothing except for psychoanalyzing Eid, and since we have the need for Eid. We're going to check in with draft day, right? Yes. Yes. We're going to check in with draft day. All right. So checking in with draft day and over to bald and douchey for your answer. Yeah. Draft day again. We're going to do it again. We're going to ride or die three in a row with draft day, baby. Let it, let it ride. Let it ride. I'm going to write an all draft day. Let it ride or throw in the towel. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, again, everybody knows draft day made big money on its opening weekend with 9.78 million. I don't think a movie's ever come close to ever again. Uh, Mighty Ducks, the original 6.03 million and basketball only. It actually made less than Airbud 3.08 million. So uh, the correct answer, is, correct answer is draft day. And the moral of the story is I'm out of halftime questions. <laughs> so a- after halftime, we have a score of Bald and Douchey with 255, and we have a need, a need for Eid with 335. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, 
Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. This is going to be style that I've done before, um, the alumni edition, David Goliath. David versus Goliath, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm going to give you a player. You just have to tell me what school they went to. Mm. Simple. So question one, the David, John David Booty, and the Goliath, Marion Butts. We're going to check in. All right, we have a need. A need for each checked in. Uh, bald and douchey. You guys can talk it out. So David is uh, uh, the question answer david is mm-hmm. uh is usc so john david booty went yeah um and then marion but i'm having a hard time because i think it's one of the florida schools like one of the big three florida miami florida state and i just can't pinpoint uh which one it is i don't know if you have anything creepy crawling in the back of your brain no i don't so we have a one in three shot, and we could just get it, um, take a guess, or we could take the sure thing. I'm sure David has this. This is going to be something where David connects it to something random thing. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't feel confident enough. Like, I know what I would guess if I was forced to, but we could well, just What would you guess points. if you're forced to? If I was forced to guess, I would guess... Um, I would guess he's a Seminole, but I don't feel confident, like at all. So unless that sounds familiar to you, I mean that's like, that kind of makes sense. But I don't really know. I don't know that I have no. What about it makes like, sense uh, to you? I guess like give me logic. I don't know. It seems like because that time frame that he came out, they were. I don't know. It just I kind of envision him at Florida State and not at Florida or Miami. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's up to you. Though. I I hate to go. I'd hate to go down by even more right now. I think well, I mean, we we're down go. by eighty. Yeah, I would say let's go with the David for now, okay. and then we can go for other ones that we have less of a one in three chance of getting. <laughs> sure, I love it. Uh, okay, we're gonna check in with David with uh, USC Southern okay. California. That is, and we have a need, a need for E. Your answer. Uh, so, yeah, we got to USC pretty quickly for the David, and I was pretty sure after I checked in, I, I texted Mike and I said, or I messaged Mike and I said, I'm pretty sure it's Florida, Florida State. And then as Marcus started talking, I was like, yeah, I think Florida State is right. But we checked in with David, USC. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer to the David is USC. 
where John David Booty played from 2003 to 2007. And then from 1987 and 1988, good old Marion Butts was a Florida State Seminole. Mm, damn it. Wow, I hate that so much. <laughs> um, by the way, do you guys know John David Booty's son's name? Or no, it's his nephew. Yeah, I think I I think I posted this to the chat. I forgot yeah, what it is now, did. but yeah. It's uh Big General Booty, or Booty. General Booty, yeah. General That's his Booty. nephew. General Booty. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, so nice job it. tying together booty and butts. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It all ah, comes together. <laughs> you're so clever. Just gets better. All right, question number two, David and Goliath. The David, Chris Winky. <laughs> <laughs> And the Goliath, Dick Butkus. Oh, we can check in. Do you we know can, a map? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can check in also. Do we want a three, two, one? It dare we on a Goliath? <laughs> Wait, now let's make sure we check. One? Sorry, right. Mike. I took this one without even consulting with you because I no problem. Please take it. All right, so uh, we have a need, a need for Eid. What was your answer? I was waiting to see if we were going to three, two, one it. Our we, uh, if you guys both went with Goliath, go ahead. You Goliath, Marcus, you ready? Yeah. All right. Count us down. Three, three two, one. Illinois. Illinois. All right. Um, everybody knows Chris Winky went to the wonderful Florida State University, and Dick Buckus did go to Illinois. Both teams getting their points. The Fighting Juice Williamses. Wait, David. so we've got Butts, Booty, Wanky, and Dick Butkus. Okay, I, I wait, can I check in my missing link theme now? Hmm. Yes. Sure I, I mean, don't think I don't think Dick Trickle went to college. <laughs> <laughs> but I did look. All right. Question three, David versus Goliath. The David. Ha ha Clinton Dix. And the Goliath, Lynn Dickey. Oh, you better have this. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. You better have this. I'm going to vamp. I'm going to vamp on the fact that uh, the Mariners consistently trot out Abraham Toro as their DH and or oh. utility player, and he's batting 165. It's, it's psychotic behavior. Here we go, Matt. Nope. Here we nope. go. Ooh, ooh. Yep. I'm like 90% sure of this. So, All right. Um, yeah, just. Go for it. You don't even need to tell me what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> we'll go ahead and check in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deucey has checked in. We have a need, a need for Eid. You guys can talk it out. David's reading his Lindicky football <gasps> card. In is his he head trying right to now. sneak into the mind palace right now? That oh, son I of a bitch. I got this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. He's creeping in the back door. Jeez. Oh, he oh. pulled some pantyhose over his face <laughs> and just sprinted out of the room. Oh, no. Hopefully Dan installed those new alarms. Dan's literally just walking out of the shower right now. <laughs> oh, man. We we need a sounder of that. Just somebody screaming every time he breaks in. <laughs> I, I got I, it. I got it. We can check in. I got it. Oh, uh, we're going to. Ch- can I check in? Yeah, you're it's actually talking us. it out right now, David. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. That was must have been terrible. OK, it's it's Kansas State. Alden Dushi, what was your answer? Yeah, Kansas State. All right, both teams getting their points on this one. The correct answer is Kansas State for Lynn Dickey, and uh, everybody I would assume knows that Haha Clinton Dix went to Alabama. My favorite, uh, 
fantasy football team name I ever had was Haha ha, Monica Loves Clinton Dix. Yep. I had oh same one. my God. <laughs> First episode I ever came on, I asked a pre and post game that was Haha ha, Clinton Dixie Carter. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was like, this guy pulled out Dixie Carter. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Uh, all right. Wild move. After the third quarter, we have a score of Bald and Douchey 380. We have a need, a need for Eid at 460. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. The goat. The goats. Goat-like. Old and young goat. So the goat is, I don't even know, where am I? That's going to be uh, mixed martial arts. Uh, The goats will be the NFL. Uh, Goat-like will be baseball. And the old and young goat will be uh, hockey. Oh, God. This round is grotesque. <laughs> wow. Nice. All right. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. And now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Cut that. I'm not proud of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> staying in. All of it. <laughs> You're getting older now, Marcus. These dad jokes are just going to start flowing through you. It's being around the kids. <laughs> well, if this doesn't go well, Ed, you're going to be somebody that I used to know. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, I told you these dad jokes are just going to keep coming. <laughs> Question number one of the fourth quarter. Category, the goat. Chuck Norris, Mike Tyson, <laughs> Junior Dos Santos. Jose Aldo and George St. Pierre are a few of the many that call what fighter the greatest MMA fighter of all time. Referee John McCarthy compared this fighter's legacy and impact to Wayne Gretzky, Pele, or and Ali. He retired in 2012, but came out of retirement in 2015. Most recently, he defeated Rampage Jackson in 2019 by TKO in the first round. And in 2021, he defeated Timothy Johnson via knockout in the first round. Oh, I think I got this. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you started the question <laughs> on Chuck Norris, I was like, oh my God. Because if you're so talking confused. about MMA, like, well, what does Chuck Norris think about right. this? We are checking it. All right. Uh, we have a need. A need for Eat has checked in. And Alden Douchey, you guys got about a minute to talk about. All right. So Silva is a name I know. It's not Vanderlei Silva. Oh my gosh. I, I know. Oh my. See, like originally I was like, oh, this could be Hoist Gracie, but he doesn't knock people out. And he definitely retired a long time ago. Um, but then the name, oh gosh, his, his name's, his name's Fedor something. It's super, oh, it's super Russian. I don't, or, or Ukrainian something. It's, I I don't think I can pull it. It's there. I know his first name's Fedor because that's what a lot of people call him because obviously they don't want to say his last name. God, God. I'm going to be so 
upset. Eric, you wouldn't take Fedor? That's all I want, actually. Are you kidding me? Because that's what he goes by. But yeah, that's fine. Okay, then we'll check in with Fedor. <laughs> For 90 points. For 90 points. Because <laughs> nobody refers to him as his last name, so that's fine. It's like saying Pele or whatever, you know what I mean? So same difference. Okay. Yeah. Um, And over to, we have a need, a need for Eid, your answer and wager, please. Yeah, um, it, it is Fedor. Uh, last name, I believe, is Emelianko or something that's like that. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That was killing uh, Absolute dominant, savage, technical machine. But I, I believe he never fought in the UFC. He was never. in Pride or Bellator, one of those other ones. He's but done a lot a sh- of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that he his peak was before all the UFC fighters got like really good because it would have been awesome to see him against some of these real fighters. So but yeah, anyway, right. <laughs> him and we uh we wagered uh what did we wager for this one, David? 30? Yes. All right, both teams getting their points on this. It is uh, Fedor. I'm not going to say his last name. And he (laughs) actually um, has fought against 11, I believe, UFC champions in his career, not in the UFC. And he is nine and two. I know one of the more uh, I I know he 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 knocked out like Andre Orlovsky, who's still fighting, by the way. Yeah, still fighting. That guy's nuts. Andre Orlovsky is a madman. He's like 40. Can you knock out Dan Orlovsky? (laughs) I think we could all knock out Dan Orlovsky. We probably should with some of this shit. Can he, though, please? So after question one, scores a little tighter. We have Bald and Douchey 470. We have a need, a need for Eid 490. On to question number two. The GOATS. The list of all-time sack leaders in NFL history is a lot of names of players that have played for more than one team. In the top 25, there are only four players who spent their entire career playing for one team, two being Lawrence Taylor and Michael Strahan. Who are the other two players in the top 25 that only played for one team? Eric, we're going to check in. <laughs> All right. Baldwin has checked in. Uh, we have a need, a need for E. Talk it out. So almost immediately, Mike sent over. Uh, who'd you send over almost immediately? Sorry, it was Derek, Derek Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. And then we were throwing around some names and we're trying to figure out if this was the official list or the or the sort of the the made up list. Because I think on the made up list somewhere really near the top is Jack Youngblood. But I think that now that Ede is qualified, sorry, Eric has has clarified that this is the official leaders that would drop Youngblood way out. So we like Derek Thomas. And then we were throwing around some other names. Um, We kicked around. The one that we seem to like the best is, who did I say? Mathis. Robert Mathis. Um, The other guy that's making me really nervous is Chandler Jones. I think he, I feel like he's creeping up the list, but Eric did say. No, he played for. Uh, New England and Arizona. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say Chandler Jones. Oh, that was Cam- the wrong Cameron C- Jordan. Cameron Jordan. Sorry, I had the I had the wrong CJ in my head. Right. Sorry. Yes, ah. Cameron Jordan. Um, Cameron Jordan is creeping up the list, but Eric told us earlier that he would never write a question about a saint, so that can't be right. <laughs> um. <laughs> so at the at the risk of overthinking it, I'm leaning towards Mathis and Derek Thomas. What do you? What are your? Yeah, thoughts? I'm I'm with you. I'm not overthinking it. I think those are two really good guesses. So I'm good with it. All right, we're going to check that in. We're going to go with Derek Thomas and Robert Mathis. How many points? 100. 
And bald and douchey, your answer and wager. Yeah, we went with uh, Derek Thomas was one of the first ones I said because I just was throwing out people who I knew played for one team and had a lot of sacks. So we said Derek Thomas right off the bat. And then I was listing a few names and every single one that we could come up with played for multiple teams. And then I said, well, what about Mathis? And he says, yes, I was just thinking of that. So, yep. So we checked in with Derek Thomas and Robert Mathis. Yeah, Robert Mathis. Or 100 points. 100. All right. So we have top of the list is Bruce Smith. He's played for multiple teams. You don't get until number 17 on the list with 126 and a half sacks at Derek Thomas. And then again at 19 with 123 sacks. Nobody wanted to say Cameron Jordan. Because it wasn't him, it was Robert Mathis. Uh, hey! Yes! So Great both call. teams getting their points, but Cameron Jordan is in 27th slot with 107. One half sack behind Chandler Jones, who's at 25. Oh, funny. Okay. All right. This is going to be, I think, a, a, a Lux Doherty question. So oh, here we go. Buckle it. Me and Mike are going to shoot the shit. Yep. All right. So question number three. What player is known for having one of the greatest throwing arms of all time? Former manager Felipe Lou has said that there's a plateau where you can't throw the ball any harder and you can't throw the ball any more accurate. This outfielder who played 10 years in the big leagues and only earned one golden glove, one of the greatest throws in MLB history was when he threw a laser from the corner of right field to home plate, throwing out Cincinnati Red David Concepcion, who was trying to score from second base. All right, we're going to check in. All right. Um, we have a need, a need for Ian has checked in. Bald and douchey, you guys can talk it out. I hate this because in in my head, when I think of throws to home, I think of Bo Jackson throwing out Harold Reynolds. Yes, that's yeah, who that, I was thinking of. Too. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not obviously not right. So yeah. now what do I do? I, I can see the my brother's baseball card i'm pretty sure for this guy because this is felipe Alou who was managing the expos Ooh. and um i can't come up with his name I'm, i i can see andre i know he was no it's not a i mean andre dawson played more than 10 years um oh fair this was a uh, guy <clears throat> he was a black guy with like big bushy afro and i remember the afro like popping out of his hat kind of a deal you know so i love like, that era you know? of baseball by the way when you saw um, these massive yeah. afros oh man um i'm trying to think of expos besides andre dawson and it's all stuff that's like in the mid 90s it's not like a yeah not, this was like a um, this was like i want to i mean it was like i got a feeling it was like the 70s but um well, I don't know. I'm not going to pull Matt, it. I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't have it. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. It's like uh, random expos outfielder. Uh, well, let's come up with a lucky something. Yes. To, uh, um, um, Jones or Johnson? Black guy. The black guy. Yeah. Lucky Williams. So, <laughs> lucky Williams. There you go. Let's sure. try that. Right. We'll, we're going to go ahead and check in with. Uh, yeah, I'm not I, uh, Williams. 
for 100 points. And over to, we have a need, a need for Eid, your answer and wager. So we bet 100 points, and I'm pretty sure I could see this in my head, and it, it's Ellis Valentine. Duh. And <laughs> and the only thing that was throwing me was that I don't think his manager was Felipe Alou. He might have been his teammate. I mean, Felipe Alou managed the Expos, but that was several years later. Valentine played in like the 70s. No, that, his, that makes sense. Yeah, which is when, which is when, which is when Dave Concepcion. No, the, no, no. The clue says his former manager Philippe Lou. That's why I was confused. But uh, I mean, Philippe Lou did manage the Expos, and Ellis Valentine did play for the Expos. But I don't think those two happened at the same time. In any case, we checked in with Ellis Valentine for a hundred. Oh, you know what? That's correct. But the Wikipedia page is wrong then, because I literally just copied and pasted that out of there. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Or, or are they saying that? Felipe, like maybe he played with them at the time of that throw. To be former Expos manager. I think we just got to throw this question out and do another one, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I have plenty. I have plenty. Maybe he was the manager Um, when he said this? I'm just kidding. Yeah, could be. No, actually, they had had a heck of an outfield back in that day because it was Andre Dawson. It was Ellis Valentine. And the third guy was this guy named Warren Cromartie, who was also a great hitter. Some good dates. They've got some good players in Montreal. (laughs) So... One team getting their points here. The correct answer is Ellis Valentine. Um, and like I said, if you have not seen that video, um, it's him throwing out Dave Concepcion at home. And it's disgusting. Like the ball rolls in the corner and he doesn't even like set his feet. He just turns around and rifles this thing. It's beautiful. All right. That brings us to question number four. Old and young goat. The Art Ross Trophy is given to the leading point scorer in, in the NHL every season. The most common age of the winner, happening nine times each for both, is 24 and 26. Who's the only 19-year-old to win the Art Ross? And who's the oldest player to win? He was 37 when he won. So, so we're looking for two names? Correct. This is not, not no trickery here. It's not the same guy. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in. Oh, no. <laughs> bald, and has, bald and douchey has checked in. Uh, we have a need, a need for E. Talk it out. Oh, boy. This is rough. Um, yeah, David's still sending me pretty good names. Um, I know. Yeah, well, for, we think for the younger one, it's basically a coin flip between McDavid right. and Crosby. And... For the older one, I mean, the fact that, the, like I was saying, the fact that the category is, you know, something goat related, it's it's obviously somebody pretty good. So, uh, you know, we're just going down the list of legends. Um, I don't think Lemieux was still playing by 37. Gretzky, not that great at 37. But I, I really like, I, I think it's interesting, the Yager. Um, I think Yager is pretty interesting because I, I think he did have like a really good season when he was old. Um. Yeah, you throw out St. Louis. I'm just trying to name guys that I know lasted a pretty long Definitely time. Yeah, like Guy Lafleur was another one I threw out. Phil Esposito, probably. I mean, I don't know how old these guys were. I'm just thinking yeah. of classic sort of scoring guys. Um, that's yeah. why I threw out Martin St. Louis. Gordy Howe, Gordy played, Howe forever. played forever. That's true. Well, I guess the other question is, and I don't know the answer um, to this question, but like, how long have they been giving away this trophy? Good question. Since as long as Channel Two and uh, Buffalo, (laughs) (laughs) Channel Two invented the trophy. Actually, Um, nice. Remember uh, Uh, when I posted that R and B bracket and somebody had Guy winning the whole thing? (laughs) What are we doing? You said Guy Lafleur, and it triggered me. 
Guy Le Fleur. And Guy. but what does that mean? So that's French for like Guy what? The, the flower. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a strong, it's a tough flower, like a dogwood, right? <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought they were so talking about a guy flower. Isn't that his uh, his virginity? <laughs> so going to try to keep some some semblance of decorum. I don't think it's it's not going to be like Crosby and Lemieux, right? Like that, just because that would be too, you know, which is going to be those two guys bookending this. I, I don't see it. Uh, I think Lemieux was. Yeah, he retired young. Yeah, I think he did retire young. That's right. So, so I like um, I like Crosby, and I like I said in the chat, I'll I'll go. I would vote Crosby, and only because there's a like an anti recency bias, so I don't want to say McDavid. So, um, my temptation to go is to go Crosby, and then whatever you want for the older one. I'm afraid. I'm afraid you you threw out one of the right names, and I'm gonna pick the wrong one. But uh, well, I gave I'm you like Yager. Oh, Yager, cool. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Connor McDavid's the best player in the league, Paul. All right, so, so you, we're checking in with Crosby and Yager. For how many points? 71. Uh, yep, that many. Yeah. Um, and Baldwin Tushier answering wager. We just had um, Ovechkin and Gretzky. For 90 points. Well, first of all, you guys said Lemieux retired young. He did not retire young. Oh, shoot. He retired at the age of 40. Yes, he got uh, cancer. He, he took some time off. Took yeah, off three was, years, yeah, three awesome. years off, and then came back and was pretty good for about five years. Uh, but did re- officially retire at the age of forty. Um, anyway, so the youngest players there are two twenty-year-olds to do it. One being Connor McDavid, and one being Wayne Gretzky. But the nineteen-year-old to lead the league in scoring was Sidney Crosby and Yager. He never won the league scoring title after the age of 28. Oh, oops. Um, <laughs> so there are, there's a handful of 30 year olds, Lemieux being one of them uh, who did it twice. Esposito, uh, Roy Conacher, Gordy Howe did it at the age of 34. Wing rescue did it at the age of 33. Uh, but the 37 year old who did it in a shortened season, uh, which I believe his name came up, David, I think you said his name. It is Martin St. Louis. Uh, nice. It was uh, Crosby and St. Louis. Well, I was right. You you threw out the right answer, and I picked the wrong one. Nah, it's all good. I mean, we threw around so many names. Who who the yeah. heck knows? You knew it wasn't Jamie Ben, and that's important. Or Jordy <laughs> Ben, for that matter. He's less talented. Or idiot. Brett Burns. Or Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody see that video on Twitter? Just some fat guy gunning a football. And they're like, Ben's back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so neither team getting their points on that one. And that does bring us to the end of the game. Um, and here are the final scores. We have Bald and Douchey with a solid 380. And we have a need, a need for Eid who are receiving our clipboard captain, the Alex Van Pelt Award, with 619 points. Or would you prefer the Jeff Tool Award, Mike? You can pick. No. Pitt's finest. Washington so State Pelt. legend Jeff Tool? Are you kidding? No. Levi Brown? Do you, you want the Levi Brown trophy? Ooh, no. Exactly. No one wants that one. Where do you go to Troy? Some terrible school. No, if you're going to do Troy, you got to do the Leonis McKelvin Award. Oh, oh man. 
I met him once. It was hard to understand what he was saying. Did he, <laughs> he from did the you, south. Did you throw a football <laughs> at him and he had no idea where it was in the air? No, it was at one of those like charity bike ride things around here, like uh, Roswell. I don't remember Tour de Tour uh, or something. Roswell, yeah, one of those. Mike, thanks for coming on again. Anything you want to say before we uh, call it a night here? Uh, no. There, easy. All right. <laughs> Anything anybody would like to say before we call it a night, Mike? Holy shit! Thank you for coming on again. You're way better than Josh North. I just want you to. I want to let you know that. <laughs> Apparently, we've been. I've heard the last few episodes were like comparing friends who've been on the show. You're way better than Josh. I don't know why Josh is even in the conversation. He's but he beat me heads up. Oh yeah. Well, I call. I think that was a fluke. If I'm being honest. Oh so, okay. You know I'm. Okay. You call shenanigans. Yeah, I'm rooting for you if that ever happens again. Uh, thanks, Marcus. So, I appreciate you, Mike. I appreciate Matt and David and Eric. Not that walling D-bag. So. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I can't I wait to talk about this episode on the OT. <laughs> oh. I love it. But anyways, yep. Great, as always, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'll jump in here real quick just to say, Mike, thanks for, thanks for playing. I mean, it was it was a good partnership, I think. You definitely picked us up on on some of the hockey stuff that I was clueless and the MMA, I don't think I was going to come up with on my own either. So, so good, good, uh, good teamwork. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was great. And Eric, a lot of hockey, man. Whoa. Holy I, crap. I, 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 I know. And I get it because we, you know, we collectively without you don't write enough hockey. And I admit that I'm not good at writing hockey questions, but wow, this one, this one beat me down. <laughs> so there it is. Thank you for writing it though. It's a really good game overall. I really liked it. I know that this is not a part of uh, the show and we usually discuss this afterwards, but I am really excited and I want the listeners to be excited about this because they'll know ahead of this part of the conversation. So I'm excited because the episode title ideas are either, um, where do I have it written down here? There you go. You don't get to proposition anyone for a threesome, even if you dominate an NHL 93. Or Lafour is French for a virgin man's flower. I'm not sure you could use either of those titles. They're all very long. Just put, it's just guy flower. Exactly. <laughs> Not, not that you could use NHL 93 sums as a title either. You can? Yes, you Why can. Not? I think that's the title. That's, those a, that's my pitch. Is you just, get some real traction with that. You could oh, just pick any like three players from 93 that were really good and you could just like layer <laughs> them up on the graphic. I, I just, I like to have a little bit more. Uh, uh, maybe a little risque titles make Mason. Really, All right, well, really then go squirrel. for NHL 93. <laughs> if we have threesome in our title, we're going to get so many Google hits. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can you be the Benchwarmers OnlyFans? Yes, exactly. Welcome to the Benchwarmers OnlyFans. About that for years. The NHL 93 some giving new name to a hat trick. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and thank you again, Mike, for coming on and. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we might punch Dan Olafsky in the face, um, but we'll definitely keep the bench warm. Manscaped.com, promo code BENCH. BENCH. Can we switch it to Guy Flower? (laughs) (laughs) Guy Flower.
ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.